the beginning of 2023, we gathered on the first Sunday of the year and we spoke about the importance of pausing and looking in the rearview mirror, taking a moment to look back on the journey that God has brought us, to look back on the ways that he has moved and he has blessed and he has kept, to look back on the God moments and his interventions in our lives and allow that retrospective view to build faith for the immediate journey that was ahead in the new season before us. And today on our launch Sunday, as we get ready to share ideas and plans and ministries that we're aiming to put into place and things that we're looking to explore, it seems right that we take a moment before we get anywhere close to any of that stuff and just pause and have that retrospective view to look back on all the things that God has done and has been doing on the journey up until this moment and to allow that to set an expectation for the season that is ahead, to allow that to shape the things that we explore in the season that is ahead and allow that to build faith and belief that God is going to do incredible things. In a moment, you're going to hear stories from our staff team that reflect some of the ministries that have been explored and that we've been journeying with over these past six months or year or so. And as you hear those stories, let's allow that story and narrative of what God has been doing just to build a little faith for the next season, but also to build worship and thanksgiving for who he is and for what he has been up to. We have such a vibrant, full of life uh, kids and families ministry at Glasgow Elam, uh, from our babies all the way up to our primary school children through um, our little stars, kids and explorers groups. Uh, we just have an amazing bunch of children within church. Um, every week, our great teams across all of these different groups uh, encourage and help our children uh, to become rooted in their faith, in their really early faith journey. Um, and over this last year, we've been using uh, a curriculum across all our different groups and age groups, giving our children some really great foundations in their faith, giving them encounters with Jesus, encouraging them in that. And we're excited, we're so excited about what's to come for our children. Another exciting ministry that has been happening uh, most weeks for the last two years at church um, is our playtime sessions. Uh, so every Thursday the church is transformed uh, into a, yeah, a play area and we run three multi-sensory developmental sessions for children from birth all the way up uh, to four and a half years old um, on a Thursday here in the church. Um, we have had over the last year, we've run over a hundred playtime sessions we have had regular contact over this last year with over 150 brand new families uh, from across this local area and also across um, Glasgow as well. We average around 65 families every single Thursday in church, which has been incredible to see. Um, out of all of those families, uh, the thing that encourages me the most is that 68%, round about 68% of those families that come uh, to playtime are actually from our immediate local area, from Govan Hill, Cross Hill, Queen's Park, and that's just amazing. Loads of people come uh, from all kind of walks of life, all different backgrounds, all different cultures to come and be part of family here at playtime. Um, we've also run over this last year five sanctuary events as well. Um, all the adults uh, from our playtime events are invited to those on the last Thursday of the month in the evening. Um, and those have been great moments just to pause together, uh, just to come and be in a nice relaxed environment. 
Uh, we have had lots of different uh, activities at those events. We've had some Christmas wreath making, we've had uh, Pilates, we've had some crafts, we've had uh, oh, loads of different things. But um, in each of those, we've also had a pause moment where we have um, just stopped, rested, and we have led uh, everybody into a time of just reflection um, and encouraged them to think about God in those moments as well. And that's been incredible to see people really entering into those moments as well. And we've also run around seven coffee mornings over the last year as well, uh, where all our playtime families come together uh, for a great social time together. The children are playing, the adults get a chance to chat to one another. And that's also been a brilliant time for our wider staff team and volunteers uh, to really get to know some of these families and create just a, a, an amazing atmosphere of family here at the church on a Thursday. Some of my absolute highlights from this last year at Playtime um, have been Playtime families inviting their own friends to come along to coffee mornings and sessions and sanctuary. Um, they've been pretty evangelistic about it. And, uh, and so that's been amazing to see them have confidence in what we do here to invite their friends along. Um, the buzz and the family feel of coffee mornings has been wonderful. Um, also our family supporting coats for kids back at Christmas was great to see as well. Um, we've had a chance to pray for healing with some of our parents. They've been so open to that. We've, uh, we've also talked about um, baby dedication and, uh, and hopefully in the pipeline, as you'll hear in some of the videos, some of our families are considering that in the next year as well. We've had uh, some of our health visitors from church dropping in to help some struggling mums. Uh, we, every single week at our sessions, talk about uh, a song at the end and we sing this song every week about God loving us and to hear uh, a bunch of parents and grandparents singing that song every single week and, uh, and singing it throughout the week, as they tell me, is, is amazing. Um, and uh, one of the best comments I think we've had was from one of the, the dads this year who uh, sat with my mum who volunteers and, uh, and said, the atmosphere is just so different in here. What, what is it that goes on in here that makes this so different from any other group that we go to, um, which has been incredible. And, uh, and just recently, we've also had a couple of the mums uh, join us on a Sunday morning with their, uh, with their girls. Uh, and uh, to see particularly one of those little girls in the middle aisle uh, dancing to all the worship uh, was just a, an amazing moment. So we are so excited about what Playtime has been up to in this last year and so excited for what's to come in the future. Hi, it's Ellie and Eden and we just want to say how much we absolutely love Playtime. We've been coming for about a year and a half and it's just been fantastic out of any groups, little clubs that we go to, this is by far the best. The fact that it's on for an hour, that it's free, the creativity that Jenny brings week in, week out with the themes of the sessions, or it's, yeah, it's unparalleled. And it just allows the children so much time to play together, and then there's time for the grown-ups to talk, that's the boring bit for you, isn't it? Um, and the coffee mornings are the same. You know, with everybody coming in from the baby session and the toddler session and the grown-ups really having a chance to talk to each other. We've made some great friends, haven't we? Yeah, we've made some really good friends. Um, and we, well, not we, just me, really enjoy the sanctuary evenings as well. Just a, a chance just a chance. I don't know. Mummy's a bit silly. I was flying way high. 
Oh, I think, yes, I think your rhymes might possibly have been the cause of that falling down. Hey ho. Um, yes, we, uh, I love the sanctuary things again. It's just a, a time to sort of reset, recharge, and um, yeah, just, just be in a, in a nice welcoming space. Um, and perhaps learn some new crafts. They're again, they're they're so creative. Um, what what Jenny um, thinks up to, to do at these sessions. Um, so yeah, and I think the impact that it's possibly had for us is that um, we're now planning to have um, Eden's dedication service next year at the church. Um, so I'm definitely we're planning on coming coming along to church a lot more, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. So we just want to say a big massive thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Daddy. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, my name is Susie and me and Astrid have been attending Playtime for about a year now. Um, Astrid is coming up for 21 months. Um, just to say that we really enjoy Playtime. It is a lot of fun. Uh, being a new mum, it's quite hard to go and meet other new mums. And what Playtime allows us to do is actually meet other people who are going through similar situations. Um, and also just to have a nice community around you. Um, through Playtime, I've met new friends. Um, and Ashes has met new friends as well, which is really nice. Um, as we've been going for about a year now, um, you get to know people really well. Um, we also get to watch other children grow, which is really nice too. And I know for me personally, it's helped me mentally. Um, as a new mum, it can be quite quite lonely at times when you don't have other new mum friends. And it's just really nice that I have met people through this and been able to talk about things that you're not really too sure about. Um, I know for Ashley as well, she's growing socially and it's really helped her develop mentally as well, which is, which is really great. Um, Jenny and her are just wonderful. They're just absolutely lovely people. You just feel part of a community there. And it's just lovely that it's free as well because a lot of clubs that are on for mums um, and parents, they, they can cost a lot of money. And it really makes it accessible for everyone. Um, so thank you so much, Jenny, for running it. Um, and yeah, thank you. Morning everyone. Part of my role here at the church is to work with one of our local schools, that's Annette Street Primary. And we are so blessed to have such an amazing school within our local community. You know, the, the school really loves the children that are in their care and really cares deeply about the community around them. And so it's been such a privilege to start partnering with them and to even explore what further partnership could look like with that amazing school. And, um, and my starting point in coming in to working with the school was actually to look at, rather than here's what we can offer, what are the needs of your community? What are the needs of the community around your school? And how can we help with that? And so we've done loads of stuff in the past year with Annette Street to help work with them. So one of the ways we've been partnering with Annette Street is by holding some of their services. We had their Christmas service here, we've had their summer service here, as well as a talent show as well. And, and it's been wonderful to, to build that partnership with the school in order to help them celebrate some of the children that are in the school and to help send their primary sevens off to high school. We also, on their, their Leavers Assembly, were able to, to, buy, to hire in an ice cream van and to give an ice cream to all of the children of the school, which, as you can imagine, was very popular. The school staff also loved it. 
as well as our staff team as well. Another way that we've been helping the school community is by helping parents fill out forms for free school meals and clothing grants. In Annette Street, many of the parents um, have English as an additional language and find it difficult to read in English or to write in English. And so we've been able to partner with interpreters by going into the school and working with parents to send off applications for these. And it's been amazing to see the response from so many families in our community who are desiring to come in and work with us in order to get those applications in. We've been able to help loads of families receive free school meals and clothing grants, which is incredible for us as a church to be doing God's work in the community of Govan Hill. Another way that we've been partnering with the school is by allowing them to use our sensory room once a week. And not only does that just give some children with additional support needs um, a chance to have a break in, in their daily routine, but also it's helped the staff build relationships with the children through play. And it's been really exciting to see how much of an impact that's had on some of the individuals. As my background was a teacher of children with behavioural needs, one of the things I've been able to do is to work with some of the school staff in providing training on them on attachment and attunement. And we had, during one of the service days, a number of their support staff come into the school and uh, were able to be trained in that. We've also got some more training days coming up in the, the coming year uh, because the staff, I think, they probably preferred the cakes over the training, but that's fine, we'll provide more cakes for them in the future. One of the most beautiful moments in our partnership with the Next Street Primary came at their Leavers Assembly, where the head teacher, Jem Anderson, said that working with Glasgow Elam feels like working with another family and that we're forming that relationship together. And we're really excited about continuing that partnership as we move forward into the next year. And that might include getting some of you to come and help us. Hi there, I'm Jem Anderson. I'm the head teacher at Next Street Primary School. And I'm Heather Wallace, one of the principal teachers at Next Street Primary too and we have been asked to share with you some of the amazing ways in which the Elam Church has helped us. Um, the first thing that has been a, a massive success for our school has been the support with free school meals applications. Um, you and a, a team have been to the school I think two or three times now to help with free school meals applications and been really accommodating with things like the, the room and the, the, the tech um, and really very patient and understanding when it comes to communication thing, issues that we sometimes have with our families. We're really grateful for that. Well, one of the other things that we've tapped into in, in the church in particular is their sensory room. Um, we have some children in the school who have additional support needs um, and we have accessed the sensory room down there on a weekly basis. Um, and it has, it's just been amazing for the children to go down there and access the resources that are available. Um, Another fantastic um, way that the, the church has helped our families has been through the provision of, of jackets and coats at Christmas time. We see children running about all year with their jacket from the, the church, which just shows you how important it is for our children to be, um, be given these jackets to be kept warm and to be feeling good about coming to school. Um, another thing that's on our list is our assembly for Christmas and our leavers assembly. Um, we're very kindly um, able to use the massive hall, all the tech that's down there and everything. Um, so we have um, TJ and Zainab from Primary 7. What do you feel um, the Elam Church has done for the school over the last year? It has hosted amazing events and events to give me more courage and have fun. Tell me a bit about the Weaver service. 
It was beautiful and when all of them sang, that was my favourite part. And I do know this year you got a very special treat at the end of the labours, didn't you? From the church. Do you remember what you got when you left? Ice cream. We're a fast-paced school. We like, we like to do things and we like to try new things. And I think that's why the partnership with Elam Church works, because you want to try things, you want to help, you want to be solutions-focused. Um, and you, you do it all without actually asking anything of us which really is unusual in a partnership. Sometimes in schools you feel that partners don't always um, offer you such a, a, a really supportive um, partnership, but you 100% you do and we really appreciate it. I don't think last year would have been such a success mm -hmm. without you. Thanks guys. Thank you. Good morning everyone. At the beginning of this year we started Alpha and we had such an incredible time. But don't just take my word for it. Let's hear some testimony of those that attended. Alpha's for everybody and anybody. Anybody who's got questions about God, about Jesus, about faith. Alpha is for you. Alpha is for everyone. It's welcoming. You go along and you have 11 weeks where you can ask questions if you want to ask questions. Or if you don't want to ask questions, you don't ask questions. But what does happen is you learn. You learn so much about God, about Jesus, about the gift that he's given us, about what he's done on the cross for us, about why we should follow God, why we should have a relationship with Jesus Christ, what that will enable us to do in our lives. And the amazing thing is when you watch the videos and you see people that you recognise, when you hear their stories about how God has impacted their life, Wow, it just blows your mind. It's absolutely amazing. And if you can do that for people who are just Joe Blow in the street or somebody who's really famous, he can do it for you and he can do it for me. And he does do it. And that's the amazing thing about Alpha. It shows the way. It lets us open the door and invite Jesus in. And when that happens, life changes and it just becomes an amazing ride. So I would thoroughly recommend Alpha for everybody and anybody. So go for it. Do Alpha. My Alpha experience. I've never done an Alpha course before. I love to learn and when I do I invest deeply. So just to out the area, I asked a few people about Alpha. I never heard a bad review about it. But the question was, Ruth, you're not a new Christian. Do you really need to go to do Alpha? And I was like, I don't know everything. So yeah, I still feel hungry and thirsty for God. So my inquisitive self took myself and my notebook along every week and I loved it. The community, the leaders, the other participants, the different points of view always developed me week upon week. There was nothing that I knew everything about. Alpha blessed me and grew my faith and it wasn't just God's word, it was the stories of fact and of life. So the Chilean miners and how they came to faith and how they were stuck underground for all that time brought me to tears and how criminals became Christians and now use the Alpha course to share their faith and help keep themselves on the right side of the law let's say. I'm overwhelmed with how Alpha was. I laughed, I cried, I supported, I was guided. There was so much support in the group, the team leaders and other participants doing Alpha for the first time or second time or the third time or however many times they've done it. 
ultimately I was blessed. We all were. There's only two things I'm gutted about. One is missing Holy Spirit Day because I had to work that Saturday. And two is that it's finished. I have not finished developing. I have not finished growing. And I know dipping to his word, I keep doing anyway, but the community of it was amazing. And that community feel I miss so much. So thank you all for the leaders and thank you all the participants. And thank you for helping me see myself and all of you through Christ's eyes. And would I do Alpha again? Definitely, no doubt. Here at Glasgow Elam, we are blessed to have some incredible young adults within our body. And uh, part of my role has been to, to look at what it looks like to gather and disciple that group of people. And uh, the past year, we've been really looking at just that gathering. We're just opening up and being invitational to anyone uh, who classes themselves as a young adult to come and be part of our group. One of the social things we've done over the summer is we had a barbecue where we invited some of the young adults from other local Elam churches. We had about 40 young adults coming to our building here to gather together and just spend time with one another at the barbecue. It was a great night. Within our weekly meetings since the new year, we were working through um, the basic series by Francis Chan. This is a really challenging series to watch because it questions what is the purpose of church? If we look at the scriptures, why do we meet as a church and what, what could we bring to the church? And what we've been trying to do is break down that sort of mentality of coming and doing church to actually realising that we are to be the church and to bring our gifts and bring ourselves to the community around us. And it's been really exciting to see how people's just definitions have been slightly changing of what church is and what church should be. The overall theme of our weekly Young Adults meetings has been to view church not just as something that we do, but as a chance for discipleship. And our aim is to try and live lives that are as Christ-like as possible wherever we are. And so it's been wonderful to spend time with these guys and to start to see them deepening in their faith, to be asking some of the really tricky questions of faith and to see them developing in their spiritual formation. They're such an amazing bunch. Psalm 50 and verse 23 says in the Passion Translation, the life that pleases me is a life lived in the gratitude of grace. If you do this, more of my salvation will unfold for you. Samus tells us that the life that pleases God, the life that moves his heart, is a life that is lived in gratitude. Some of the other translations put it this way, they say, he who brings thank offerings honours me. Thanksgiving is all about honouring God. It's all about calling out all the, these things that have happened, all these blessings that we've received, all these things that we've been exploring. They have you at the source. It puts God front and centre. And in fact, Thanksgiving brings us deeper into the presence of God. It's the gateway for his presence. Scripture says we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And as we have been reflecting on what God has been doing over these past number of months, even across the year or two, it's really important then that we stop and we give thanks. It's important that we don't listen to these stories and pat ourselves on the back as though we are great because it's not about us. It's important that we pause and say, actually, everything that's happened, that has God at its source. Everything that's unfolded, those are opportunities that he has created. This is his hand at work. It's important that we honour him because the psalmist says, actually, that leads to more. He who brings thank offerings the scripture says, more of my salvation will unfold for them. Thanksgiving is the gateway for more. 
And I really do believe that this next season that is ahead of us is one that is packed full of more. And the key for us unlocking that is that we pause and thank him for everything that he's been doing, that we thank him and honour him for his grace in our lives and his work in our church and through our church. So let's take these stories that we've heard and let's allow them to fuel our worship right now and let's worship him and thank him for who he is and for what he's done.